Hi, it's Dr. Ayomize here, and welcome to Master Plan Marriage, where we focus on the master and his plans for all marriages, mine and yours included. Okay, so whether it's a lovely couple I get to sit down with, an article I come across, or a book that I actually finish reading, (laughs) if I find encouragement, Oh, please believe I'm coming to share it with you all right here. (laughs) And today I'm excited because I am going to share with you a book, a book that I had finished reading, um, a book that I had heard so much about for so long, and I finally sat down and read it for myself. And this book is called Boundaries, uh, with the subtitle, When to Say Yes, How to Say No to Take Control of Your Life. And it's by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. And these guys are two Christian mental health experts, um, psychologists, and they know what they're talking about. And I really like this book because it gave so many real life examples, real life situations of when boundaries need to be in place or when boundaries are being used properly. Um, It also gave so many scriptures I felt like every other (laughs) phrase sentence thought was backed up with the scripture and so I encourage you all to take time to read this book listen to it over audio um, whatever you do but do it (laughs) so today this episode I'm gonna give you a taste of, of what's in this book But I really want you to do yourself a favor and get your hands on a copy, okay? So in this episode, we're going to discuss using this book, um, the definition of boundaries, and then um, what it looks like in marriage, and then a little bit about dating relationships. So in the book, Boundaries, they go into detail about different types of relationships. But of course, you know, I wanted to highlight marriage here and I wanted... I like that they included something about dating, and so I wanted to include that with you all here. So, like I said, this is really just select pieces from the book, uh, but it will make so much more sense, and it would um, just be beneficial to you, as it was, as I believe it was to me, um, in if you read it in its entirety. Okay, so first, let's talk about the definition of boundaries. And so I like how the authors talk about how boundaries are easy to see, right? You can see fences, signs, walls, um, no trespassing signs, you know, things that show us the property lines, where it begins, where it ends, its parameters, right? And then you know that the owner, the company, the individual is responsible for that particular property. Well, in the same way, we... Um, have boundaries. We should have boundaries. We should have mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual boundaries. And why? Because they're necessary for us to really distinguish and set apart what is our responsibility and what is not, right? So again, a property line defines what is me and what is not me, where I begin and where I end, right? And so my property is is something that I have a responsibility for. And knowing my property, knowing where my property lines are, 
allows me to be able to take care of my responsibility, right? And in terms of scripture to go with that, they point out Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, which says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. And we've spoken about it before in terms of the heart. We're not just talking about the physical pumping blood heart (laughs) you know when the bible talks about heart we're talking about the seed of your emotions your feelings um the thoughts your desires all of those things we are to guard and so that gives us that 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 picture in our minds that you know it's a property it's it's a property it's an area um and and it's our job it's our responsibility to guard it and then um, Dr. Cloud and Dr. Townsend also talk about how boundaries are fences with gates, right? And so they're not, it's, it, the gate part is important because you're not um, having a boundary that prevents anything from going in or out. No, the gate is important because it lets out and it keeps out the bad, anything that can harm you. You let it out, whatever had been in you, you let it out, and and you keep bad or harmful things from coming in, right? But you also have that gate that allows the good to come in, the things that nurture you, the things that nurture me. That's what we allow to come in to our um, in, into our boundaries. And so um, moving forward, I like that they they were able to demonstrate how this concept of boundaries comes from God and we can see it in his nature. And how do we see that? Well, God defines himself as distinctly separate from us and all of the rest of his creation, right? We are not one and the same as God. So he has boundaries where we begin and where we end and, you know, that being separate from who he is. And then there are boundaries within the Trinity, right? We have the one um, God, yet three. And we have the three being God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And so we see that they are distinct in in them of themselves, right? And um, yet they are one. And so there are clear, clear boundaries that God demonstrates. Furthermore, he doesn't allow just anything in his yard like he confronts sin God confronts sins there are consequences for behavior um and that's just to name a bit like so just to really demonstrate you know God is is for boundaries um and it's biblical okay and I think that's always important for us to know and then just to give another idea of boundaries Cloud and Townsend um lead us to Galatians chapter 6, 1 to 5. And it reads, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives him. He deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. Now I know that this passage is talking about a bunch of different things and we could really go different places with it. But the the, the focus here is really looking at the words burden and load. Okay? And so the Greek words 
for the Greek word for burden really talks it, it really alludes to like an excess excess burdens or boulders that we need help carrying like we wouldn't be able to do that on our own right and so that's why the the encouragement to the church of Galatia that Paul is is um, writing here is that we would bear one another's burdens. We would help each other um, carrying the excess burdens, um, things that we can't do on our own that we need help carrying. But then that is different from the idea of a load, right? In verse 5, it says, for each will have to bear his own load. Well, the Greek for load has more to do with cargo or the burden of daily toil, like a book bag. Um, it's possible to carry, it's possible for one person to carry, right? Compared to a boulder that you need help carrying. And each person is expected to carry his or her own quote unquote book bag. And so that really means like um, being able to deal with your own feelings, attitudes, and behaviors, as well as God-given responsibilities. Like each one of us has our own load or our own book bag to carry, right? And that in this book bag is our own feelings and our attitudes and our behaviors that um, belong to us individually, right? And as well as the responsibilities that God has given to each one of us individually and uniquely. So that's our own load to carry. That's our own book bag to carry. So I like, I like that breakdown in terms of understanding boundaries where there it's the idea of, um, two and four, we are responsible to others and for ourselves. So the idea of helping others with their um, burdens, carrying each other's burdens, helping helping one another as brothers and sisters. That's what we should do. Um, so we're responsible to others, but we're responsible only for ourselves. And that's the load that we ourselves carry as individuals. So <laughs> like I said, um, you'll get more information by reading the book, but I just wanted to just give you a bit of a taste and, and, um, you know, to understand just about boundaries and why, why are boundaries even important, right? The ultimate goal for boundaries is to free us to protect, nurture, and develop the lives God has given us stewardship over. And that obviously is our own lives, um, um, our marriages, our children, um, whatever God has given us stewardship over, uh, having boundaries allows us to protect and nurture and develop the lives um, that we come in contact with, that we're impacted by, okay? And so boundaries are very important. Now, of course, when I saw a chapter on marriage, I <laughs> dove right in. I want to know what does boundaries look like in marriage. So doctors Cloud and Townsend talk about how if there was ever a place for boundary confusion, that happens in a marriage. Um, Because the marriage goal is to give up the separateness and become one. Um, Now, that's not to be confused with um, losing your identity, right? We're not saying giving up your separateness means losing your identity. It just means that you are now operating as one, right? The two become one. And so how do you do that? 
while still maintaining your individual properties, your individual boundary lines, right? And um, clear boundaries have to be set. And it's also important to, to remember that as husband, as wife, you're leaving your family of origin and cleaving to your new family. You know, you're, you're cleaving to your husband or cleaving to your wife and beginning your new family. That you also have to have boundaries um, <laughs> with your family of origin, right? Clear boundaries so that it doesn't impact negatively your nuclear family, your new family, okay? If that makes sense. And so I like how they go on to say that a marriage mirrors Christ's relationship with the church. We know that. Um, But in terms of boundaries, it's showing, like, again, where Christ is and where the church is, right? So only Christ could die, And only the church can represent him in his absence here on earth and obey his commands. So everybody's playing their position, in other words, right? And together, they work work on many things, including saving the lost. So each has a role, and together it culminates into one that brings God all the glory. And so we we have to remember that in our marriages, right? That um, each of us, husband and wife, play a role um, as individuals and then collectively one that glorifies God. One thing again is, you know, it's important to remember that the individuals, husband and wife, like are not losing their identities, right? Each, each um, has his or her own life. Um, And so you want to be careful when you, to have boundaries so that um, one individual isn't trying to control the feelings, attitudes, behaviors, um, the choices and values of the other. You know, each person has to control those things going back to the book bag, right? Like each person is responsible for their own feelings, attitudes, behaviors, choices, and values. And so um, boundaries can be violated when there's an attempt to control any of these things in the life of the other. Um, so for one spouse to try to control that any of those things in the life of the other spouse. And so let's talk about different types of boundaries, right? They mention um, about seven types of boundaries, okay? One would be skin, um, and that's, you know, talk physically, like there's a physical boundary of skin, um, and it, they, you know, they were referring to the importance of having mutual authority over each other's bodies, but at the same time, and at the same time, respect for each other's bodies. And we spoke about this when we were talking about intimacy, right? That though husband and wife belong to one another, there should still be a level of respect um, and a respect of the that boundary, okay? The next type is words, Um you know, they ought to be clear and spoken in love. You know, there should be space for husband or wife to say, you know, I don't feel comfortable with that, or I do not want to, or I won't. And that um, words are clear boundaries, right? Another type of boundary would be truth. And what they were saying about truth was that, you know, that there. Um, There is space for honest communication uh, where each spouse is able to share their own truth 
um, about their own feelings and their own hurt, and it is a safe place to do so. Another type of boundary was physical space and how husband and wife each has the right to physical space even though you're married right again it's just that respect level of respect and that physical space could be for nourishment right that they just need space just to um, build themselves up for whatever reason or another re-energize or whatever the case might be or it could be for limit setting you know setting a particular boundary a physical space depending on the situation either way it must be communicated clearly Um, another type of boundary the fifth type would be emotional distance and um And that can be a boundary set for a number of reasons. You know, maybe there has been a um, a break in in trust. And so that emotional distance um, may be a boundary set to enable one spouse to trust the other spouse again, right? Um, So there might be emotional distance. Another type of boundary is time. And again, just like physical space, you know, each spouse needs time apart from the relationship for nourishment, you know, time apart makes the heart grow fonder, you know, not that you purposely um, avoid your, your spouse, but just like we were saying how each spouse has their own identity, they have their own lives, like it's okay to um, spend time apart, you know, husband has his friends that he goes, his guy friends he goes and hangs out with, that's fine, you know, Um, wife has her, her um, ladies night, like that's fine, having, having time apart um, realizes the need to be together, so time is a boundary, an important boundary, other people are an important boundary in terms of sometimes um, couples need support from other people, whether it's counselors. And we've spoken about individual counseling when we talk about trauma um, and or it could be support groups and it could be that could be something that an individual, you know, a husband or a wife separately goes to seek Um, seek support and so um, that's a boundary that can be set and the last boundary so I guess there were eight in total (laughs) um, is consequences right and sometimes um, boundaries through consequences need to be enforced clearly and firmly um, based on the circumstance but they were just sharing that you know these are different types of consequences excuse me different different types of boundaries that can be set in a marriage um and that is not about taking power um you know, or controlling, but it's actually taking power over yourself and being in control of yourself and setting these boundaries um, and and property lines, if you will, in order to be in control of yourself um, and not be reactive, not be angry, not be um, um, self-inflicting in terms of like um, uh, like punishing yourself for, for the, the actions of, of a spouse. Um, but setting boundaries allows clarity in terms of uh, what you will do, what you will not do, um, 
what is expected, what is what is unexpected. Um, it allows for clear communication. Um, and so there are a lot of benefits to having boundaries. And um, yeah, <laughs> so I thought that was great. I, I really liked how they handled, um, you know, what boundaries look looks like in marriages. And then, of course, like I didn't want to let my um, single brothers and sisters um let them out leave them out I should say (laughs) so I wanted to share um you know a piece of what they wrote of what doctors Cloud and Townsend wrote about what boundaries look like in dating relationships um and so they say that you know romantic relationships are risky right and so that makes boundaries all the more important because you know, different from a marriage, like there's no covenant. You're not locked into this individual. You don't owe them anything. They don't owe you anything, right? And so, um, you remember, have these things, these things in mind that when you're dating, it's to find out who you complement um, with and and who who you're spiritually and emotional compatible with, right? And so, but you have the freedom to end that relationship at any time if it isn't working out. You're not locked in. You don't owe. Again, you don't owe anyone anything, right? And so, um, it's important to have clear boundaries, um, and and communication is key here in terms of where you begin and where you end, right? And what is expected and what will not be um, tolerated um, as you are in this dating relationship. Um, I love how they emphasize that healing is not to be found here, right? Like you, you are not in this dating relationship to find healing from the other person. Um, if, if you have boundary issues, if you are struggling with codependency, like that's not where you're going to find it. Not in this person that you're dating to see if you're compatible with, right? That's somewhere, those things, um, you would seek help in safe platonic, um, relationships, right? (laughs) Like that there is no romance. There is no, um, goal of looking to, um, you know, find a spouse in that individual. It's a platonic, non-romantic relationship, um, in, in which you can get help, get the support you need to develop the proper boundaries, but not to look for that potential husband or wife to be the answer, to your problems um and so setting limits setting boundaries are important and one thing they emphasized was truth telling you know how necessary it is that in these um dating relationships that there um there is truth telling you know a lot and, and what I got from that and I was reminded about is how um in dating everyone wants to put their best foot forward right and if you know, like you, you don't want to now get into a long-term relationship with someone that you only know best on, based on their best foot forward. <laughs> like eventually you got to see the rest of this person because if you are to get married, oh, let me tell you, like there will be some best days, but there will be some worst days. <laughs> There'll be some not so good days. And, and then what, if you've only known the person on their quote unquote best days with their best foot forward. And so, you know, you want to be able to have room to have um, 
truthful conversations, real conversations. And um, like, what do you disagree about? Like, what do you like you you um, like just butt heads on like and are you willing to go there? Are you willing to even talk about those things? And just a quick reminder um, to me. Uh, I think about the conversation that we had with uh, Jenna Nee Taiwo about finances and how that's a conversation um, to a certain degree has to happen during that dating relation in, in that dating period. And so that just reminds me that just goes back to this idea of truth telling and having real conversations um, all while, you know, limit setting and having proper boundaries and having no go areas because listen you are just in a dating relationship and at any point in time you could call it quits if it's not where or what you're looking for um you don't owe anything to anyone and you don't have to stay in a relationship with anyone that you are not married to period (laughs) so um that's that was what I got from um, Dr. Cloud and Dr. Towns' chapter on dating relationships. And I, you know, I had to add my little two cents <laughs> into it, but take it like take it from a sister. You know, just trying to help you out <laughs> over here. Okay, so I feel like I said a lot. I said a lot about the types of boundaries, what boundaries are, and and what it looks like in marriage, and a little bit about dating relationships and. I hope it just sparks your interest, if anything, to, like I said, get into this book. And I'm not necessarily trying to plug books, but I do feel like when you find a good one, let people know. Um, And I think boundaries is something that, I don't know, I don't know if it's spoken about enough. Um, I'll, I'll be really honest, you know, I didn't really, like I said, I heard about the book and I had wanted to get into it and I finally got into it and there's some work I need to do (laughs) I need to do work in 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 terms of my boundary setting um but I like that I I didn't I didn't leave or end the book feeling defeated you know I'm encouraged that like okay God there's some work to be done and there's always work to be done um and so you know what's my next steps so Um, Like I said, I hope that this just whets your appetite, um, gets you interested into reading more about boundaries. And then the cool thing is that um, Doctors Cloud and Townsend, they have like a whole family collection of books um, dedicated to specific areas of life. And so they have a book just on dating and boundaries marriage and boundaries raising kids with boundaries parenting teens specifically with boundaries and then a leadership and boundaries one so there are so many different um books that speak to specific seasons of life um and the boundaries that are needed in those areas so i encourage you to check it out um i will probably dive into the the marriage one next but then I'm, I'm going to the kids one and I might get the teens one just to have in my in my um files for reference um so yeah <laughs> I hope that you guys were blessed by this um and let's pray Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless your holy name. God, you're so good to us. You are so faithful. Um, I thank you for resources that you um, have 
use people to create and bring forth our way and bring to our attention. And Lord, we ask that you would help us with our own boundaries. We ask that you would um, reveal to us individually, you know, the, the kinks in our armor and, or yeah, <laughs> the, the areas that we need work on um, specific to boundaries and um, help us, Lord, to communicate well to those around us. Help us to know when it is our book bag to wear um, versus a um, boulder to help um, carry help our brothers and sisters to carry help us to know the differences help us to know what um, is beyond our control and what is in our control help us to know what is being pushed on us and what is genuinely our responsibilities lord i just ask that you make it plain and make it clear in every aspect of our lives even areas that we didn't talk about today um, that you would just make it plain lord as you always do we trust you we love you we thank you bless your holy name in Jesus name we pray amen so um I just wanted to make a quick announcement to you all I'm kind of sad but I know it's good um I am going to take a two-week hiatus and so um I'll see you in two weeks so what does that mean (laughs) that means that um you get to use this time to catch up um review an episode or two or three um share with your nearest and dearest and if you haven't already make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out when that next episode does drop in two weeks from now all right um the Lord is doing wonderful things and it is mighty to see and you guys just stay tuned as I will be too (laughs) all right love y'all bye